The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Oh, welcome to One Shots, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot. 
and I'm here to welcome you to Echoes of Chaos, a one-shot TTRPG created by our very own GM, Tom McGee. This playtest arc features the game's creator, Tom, as GM, along with players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, and Laura Elizabeth, and special guest Kat Letwin. What happens when the dum-dums loot the past and risk destroying the future? Nobody knows, because it's one-shots! <laughs> Echoes of Chaos Edition. The world has uh, a sense of hope and a sense of, of um, moving forward for the first time in, in a long time. And with that sense of hope and sort of this obsession with, uh, with uh, content and uh, television um, also comes a, a sense of uh, opportunity. Um, as nice as it is for people to kind of think, oh, we're getting some environmental renewal and the world is starting to change. Um, for some people, that just reeks of new space opening up, new opportunities, and new chances to, to be on top again. And for the four of you, that's certainly true. Um, whether it's uh, becoming the uh, the media baron of, of Mars or uh, rehabilitating your reputation as a pro athlete um, or uh, earning the um, the royal status that you, you feel you're, you're owed by time, um, the four of you have, have come together uh, to create a show um, uh, back in time and to put yourselves back on top where, where you belong. And hey, if, if you can accomplish something you've always wanted to do in the past while you're doing it, more the better. Um, for some of you, that objective is is vital to your your kind of continued thriving and, and your, your hopes and dreams. Uh, for others of you, it, it would just be a convenient way to, to pay down some debt. Um, still vital, but not as make or break. Um, the four of you are in a... Um, a, a, a We'll say it's a recently um, de what's the word I'm looking for here um, decommissioned uh, media van. Um, so just one of those like big stupid vans with like the, the uh, satellite dish on top, um, no windows, and um, the uh, the name of a, a media corporation uh, having been peeled off painstakingly off the the outside of the van. Cat um, the previous media agency that you tried to get off the ground uh what was it called um uh it was called uh skyscrape great um so the irony was not lost on you of having to scrape skyscrape off the side of your van uh and now much like the bluth stair car it's just the vehicle you have um <laughs> it doesn't have gear in it anymore uh but uh, aside from the micro drones that um, you've you've managed to to smuggle, uh, but it it is your uh, your car. So um, you uh, you kind of make your way through the sky traffic, um, uh, observing uh, the sort of the state of the world as as you go uh, with a sense of excitement. All all four of you, um, and uh, you know this is this is breaking the rules in like a pretty fundamental way. Um, I think for all of you, you don't really care so much about that because you all have very clear personal drive that would overwhelm that. Um, but there is that illicit sense of like, Oh, you know, it's sneaking into an R rated movie when you're a kid. It's like, there's no consequence to this, but it feels real illicit. I say having snuck into bad boys too, and been terrified every time they opened the door to like check the theater that they were looking for us. Um, I know. I snuck into the Passion of the Christ. I get it. Wow. I mean, yours yours is, is different than mine somewhat. I got uh, kicked out of Schwarzenegger's End of Days halfway through when they figured out later that we were too young to see the oh, movie. Oh, no. You see, that's what I'm talking about. I, I, I snuck into the re-release of The Exorcist. 
Nice. Damn. Yep. Successfully uh, I, uh, snuck into Shaun of the Dead, got kicked out of Triple X. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I someone did. really tried to keep me and my friends from seeing Shaun of the Dead. My friend Roman tried to lie about having a motorcycle license. We were 16. Anyway, it was great. <laughs> Excellent. So we all know this feeling then. It, yeah, it's that, yeah. It's that yeah. feeling. It's that feeling of trying to see Triple uh, X, uh, The Exorcist, um, Schwarzenegger's End of Days, The Passion of the Christ, or Bad Boys 2. You got quite a spread. <laughs> Um, they're all movies. None of them are very good. That's the oh, real come lesson. Come on, End of Days was fun. <laughs> like Shaun of the Dead. Do you know what? It must have got better in the second half. I don't know. <laughs> I was called End of Days. Okay. As I Xander Cage put it, I live for this shit. So you take that back. <laughs> Triple X is a masterpiece. Um, so um, the uh, the hover van um, kind of putt puts to a stop uh, outside of uh, the 3T Corporation. Um, it is uh, one of those uh, classic, uh, only in a dystopia, like full glass facade, uh, almost looks like a, a pipe organ, like classy opening credits of Battlestar Galactica looking building. Um, and uh, it, uh, in, inside, uh, awaits your destiny. Is there anything the four of you would like to do uh, before you, you enter? Um, you will have to fast talk past some staff um, because you're smuggling a bunch of shit. Um, so, um, I guess just give me a, a general sense of kind of what your attitude is going in and kind of the, the attitude you're trying to use to, to get through. You're all highly confident people. So if it's just, I'm charming, totally fair. <laughs> okay. I'm charming, but hmm. also, um, I know I, part of me feels like, okay, I got to take care of these idiots and I have to make sure that they're all in line. Um, I kind of want to give them like a bit of a pep talk before we go in just to like go over the rules, be like, okay, remember, here's what we're doing. Here's how we sneak by and like, just follow my lead. Don't say anything. Um, I'll take care of it. Like pure, like media PR kind of personality, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, also I'll, I'll throw out just for everyone, um, I, I know like we've all played together enough that I think you probably know this, but it's worth, uh, worth repeating. Um, I'm not a huge stickler for like talking character, don't talk in character. Uh, it's whatever's most comfortable for you or for the situation. If it is something broad, like, um, I don't know, I go into the shop and I want to buy three eggs. We don't need to role play that. <laughs> um, uh, but feel free to to do whatever's uh, most comfortable for you. So for instance, Kat, um, I don't know if you want to give the pep talk or if it's just like I have given the pep talk, either is completely fine. Uh, which would you prefer? All right, eyes, eyes, eyes. Now remember what we went through. You let me do all the talking and I'll make sure all of you will make it through. Remember, this is guerrilla style marketing. You don't need to be showy. You don't need to be fancy. You just need to be a follower. Understood? Uh... Yeah, hey, are we going to get uh, any kind of like petty cash or anything like that? For... I told you, as soon as we're through, I will divvy up the currency as befitting the timeline. Right, I'm totally right. ready for this. I'm wearing Crocs and rope as a shirt. Yes, they'll assume you're a tourist. Wonderful. Well done. What if I'm asked a direct question? Okay, that remember how we practice this? Remember how we practice this? No. If they ask you a direct question, you look at me and pretend like you're mute. But everyone Here, knows here's me. An, here's an example. They someone asked I'm me a question. Mute. Someone asked me a question. 
All right, Johnny, why are you so cool? Great question. Flicker, can you handle this? I am mute. <laughs> so that's, that's as simple as it needs to be. Flicker, why is he Bing, so bang, cool, boom. though? You didn't answer. Are you going to answer, or is this just going to spiral? What counts is that he is cool enough to be able to get through because he is deferring to my lead. Hmm? Okay. Hmm. I wore pants, but I have robot legs. Can I take the pants off? At the moment, I would suggest keeping the pants on. Remember? Pants on, walk through. Say it with me. Pants, pants on, on, walk, walk through. through. And with your pants... Walking through is... I'm sorry, but walking through is just a little bit counter to the parkour lifestyle. <laughs> You're such a badass. Can we do like cartwheels through? At no, the no, very no, least. no. We can't draw attention to ourselves before we get into the timeline, okay? Remember, the show hinges on us being able to get to our various scenes. Come okay, on, we'll Lord. do something subtle. What if, Lynn Armstrong, you go in riding on my shoulders? Then I can walk and you don't have to. Can I do a handstand on your shoulders? First off, Bort, do you know what the word subtle means? No. That's what I thought. I thought it was a kind of soup. No, you're thinking of borscht. Laram Strong? Okay, I will do this in one way. And it's if we have, you know, like the presidential, whenever like a, the president like enters somewhere and they have like this tunnel created so that no one can take pictures or see anything. So I'm you like, no so as yeah, as long as there are absolutely no pictures possible, I will walk. There is technically no recording equipment allowed. That doesn't mean- the time stream. Look, I'm just saying like the guards will be really excited to see me. Do you know what? If anybody takes a picture of you, I will kick them through a wall. I'll be your bodyguard. No, please. That is as long the exact as you then delete the picture. That's great. Sure. Uh, the doors open, and a, uh, a, a T three representative um, uh, pops their their head out and uh, just says, "Um, hey, sorry. Uh, are are you the, uh, the the Stenger party of four? That's it. Yes, Stenger Party of Four. Thank you. Okay. Uh, excellent. Your uh, your tour begins shortly. Uh, it's difficult to travel in time if you're out here and not in the time machine. So, uh, uh, would you kindly follow me? Very kindly. We would very much like to. Looking around, there are no photographers because no one gives a shit about this random corporate location. Um, it's a little bit like going to a laser quest. There's just nothing around here. There's like maybe a, a like a KFC nearby, but other than that, um, so oh, KFC survived the fast food wars in this uh, in this future. Okay, I mean we'll see by the end of the game, but yeah, <laughs> uh, king of fried chicken. <laughs> Ripley really liked that joke. And one sec. <laughs> um, sorry, she's a, she's a Popeyes fan, so any KFC references really really piss her <laughs> off. Um, so you're um, you're welcomed into uh, the, the corporation. Um, it would seem that your attendant isn't uh, uh, paying too much attention. He's a little bit flustered that there's celebrities in the crowd. Um, so weirdly, much like unfortunately, a lot of events, he just kind of assumes that you're you're above breaking the rules so he just kind of guides you in um, and you're brought into a massive chamber in which sits the time egg 
Uh, it is a massive, sleek um, silver egg uh, that kind of looks like uh, Apple designed it. Um, so it's got like weird ports that only apply to two things and everyone's mad about that, but whatever. Um, it's got a ring of small portholes uh, around the side um, and a, a sort of massive, um, uh, you know, those like curvy ramps uh, that is down uh, with stairs um, kind of awaiting you. Uh, inside, you can see the pod is lined with a, uh, the circular inner wall is lined with a one of those like couches that extends the entire way around the wall. In the center is a, uh, a little small, um, round pedestal uh, that's one of those weird, like, sort of Art Deco 70s fireplaces that was, like, all the rage for a hot second. Um, just just with a little fire crackling away. Uh, it's nice and cozy in there. Um, you can also see that there are um, sort of a series of flat panel screens that have been set up around the ceiling to give you information about uh, where you're going and uh, the tour guide you will be meeting there. Um, so the attendant stops and he says... Uh, listen, I'm, I'm required by law to ask, um, do you, uh, do you consent to not, uh, changing the timeline in any way, shape, or form, small or large, on your tour, and to respect your tour guide at all times, otherwise you will lose your deposit and be sent back to the present? Great question. Uh, we're all mute, so just direct that to Flicka. Flicka, uh, and Johnny will, like, start walking. <laughs> Pardone, non habla espanol, uh, Bort says, and we'll just follow Johnny. Uh, I think I will, like, basically <laughs> run up to, like, the wall, sit <laughs> 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 the egg, and just, like, basically, like, just do, like, kind of one of those, like, basically a wall flip, like a flip thing, like, after it, and, like, over i can't i don't know the terms for anything i don't know why i chose like parkour it's athlete great it, so no, Lauren, it's it. future parkour so it has all future names so what it, it what did like a like an upside down flippy spinny kick off the the official name off the wall and came running back in i'm just like ready to go uh as the only i smile adult in tightly the room. and then just say <laughs> we consent uh he nods and says Oh, good. Okay, I was worried you were going to do something weird, too. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, in enjoy your tour, uh, and uh, we'll see you back in the future. Um, and uh, he uh, just stands there awkwardly, um, just not really doing anything else, just not leaving um, until you, you board the, uh, the time egg. Right, thank, um, thank you. Once you get inside, um, the ramp comes up. <clears throat> And, um, like, very grand music starts playing uh, with a lot of timpanis, like uh, the uh, Jurassic Park, like, intro tour ride. And um, the uh, uh, founder of um, uh, Time Travel, uh, Kim Bradbury, uh, shows up on screen. Uh, and uh, she's kind of got a, um, a... Oh, God, what's her name? Uh, like an Emma Thompson in... Mm -hmm. Harry Potter level of like eccentric, like massive thick glasses, like crazy frizzy hair. She's like wearing one of those sweater vests that only scientists in movies seem to own. Um, and uh, yeah, she's just like, oh, welcome to the world of yesteryear time travelers. My name is Kimberly Bradbury. And when I first accidentally invented time travel, boy, howdy, was that a surprise for me? but now it's an adventure for you. So sit back, relax, and watch this informational video about your next location. And once again, 
Please do not ruin the timescape. If you do, the chronocops will be on you rather fast, and they are very mean. Believe you me, I founded them, too. I do hope you enjoy your tour, and remember, time travel is fun, but dangerous. So don't fuck it up. Goodbye. Um, and then uh, she disappears, and the egg begins to rumble. Um... You feel a, a sense of your stomach dropping, um, and uh, the egg seems to just drop through through the floor. Um, around you, um, you can see uh, the ages of mankind flipping past uh, like a calendar um, being uh, flipped in a movie montage. Um, you feel the uh, the whole egg rumble, and uh, you get uh, your, your first informational video. So your first destination is ancient Egypt. Um, you will be uh, traveling there um, on a particularly important day. Uh, you're going to get to see uh, the completion of a pyramid, um, as well as um, the, the sort of uh, official uh, pharaoh stamp of approval, um, followed by a procession uh, back into uh, sort of back to the Nile, um, from which the uh, pharaoh and his entourage will make their way back uh, to Memphis, the capital. Um, so for your purposes, the three main um, sort of sites. And basically, the way these tours work, um, you'll hear what the basic tour was meant to be, and then you as a team, when you're planning it, can determine when you want to make your move. Um, so you'll be arriving at the completion of a pyramid. Um, the pharaoh will be on site. The pharaoh will then be traveling uh, up the Nile uh, to the capital and then arriving at the capital. Uh, so that is the basic tour uh, that you are meant to have. Your tour guide um, will be um, Scooter Van Horn, um, who is a McLovin-looking motherfucker, um, uh, is given, like, uh, a really enthusiastic, like, camp counselor double thumbs up, um, and is dressed like a, uh, a Best Buy, um, geek support, uh, fella, so he's got, like, um, like a, a like a blue polo shirt, uh, he's got a little apron, um, and he's got, uh, uh, like, meticulous khakis. He also has a cybernetic eye, because it's the future. Um, but, um... <laughs> I thought the future part was that they were meticulous khakis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meticulous khakis weren't invented until 2028. Um, we're so close, guys. We can make it. Um, <laughs> these, these imprecise khakis that I've I've got to struggle with. <laughs> there are just too many pockets. Why are they round? Um... <laughs> Great. Uh, so your first tour guide will be Scooter Van Horn. Uh, you can see he's very excited and uh, enthusiastic. Uh, and with that, uh, the four of you are, are left to your own devices for a few moments as you travel back through time uh, to determine kind of what your, your plan of attack is going to be. Of course, you can alter this once you get on site, um, but uh, just as kind of a baseline um, where... And given that, uh, Kat, you were the spotlight character for this one, uh, you can kind of lead the, lead the discussion. Bor right. is asleep because the old lady said to sit back and relax, and he immediately fell asleep and missed the orientation video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had also, too, uh, been um, surreptitiously filming the whole time egg thing. Mm. So the camera is still rolling. And I assume there was some moment of like, um, kind of like anti gravity in the time egg. So I got a real cool 360 shot of everything. I'm feeling very good about it. Excellent. So I nudge. Bort, uh, and I say, eyes, 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 everyone, eyes. Welcome to ancient Egypt. Now, 
we are first going to see the completion of a pyramid. However, the most important part is that the Pharaoh will be on site. Now, all of you, my wonderful cast in this brilliant new reality series, you are going to play a role in this. We are going to pretend to be Phoenicians. Now, as we all know, Phoenicians were one of the only trading people in ancient Egypt to create a language of commerce. So of course, Phoenicians trading from the Greek Isles all the way to what was not known as Russia at that point would be able to bring gifts to a Pharaoh as great as the one we are about to see here. Now you have the auto translator, don't you Bort? No, I have rope. Does Johnny he raises, like rope? You have. Oh, right. Sorry, you Johnny have. Johnny raises his hands like uh, I've got what the what? Uh, auto trace. Hold on action. to that, <laughs> Johnny. Yes, yes. Sorry, um, yeah. Mr. Alalu. Um, we're going yeah. to be requiring that auto translator because uh, Phoenicians were very famous for creating the first uh, universal language of commerce. And let's surprise them with exactly how understood it may be. I have a very special gift. I will be giving the Pharaoh which will hopefully give us venture into the palace. And there, just stand back and don't relax, Bort. Oh, okay. But how are you going to convince him that you're a god? It just sounds like we're going to give him a present like at a birthday and then go to a big house. That's sort the of like a Thursday. The present will give us entry into the house. And once I am in the house, I have a foolproof plan to convince him that I am like as unto a god. Right, And right. I just have like all their reactions like on the camera, <laughs> just making sure, making sure, making sure. What about the tour guide? I don't think we're allowed to talk to anyone. This is true. Well. Also, when do I get to climb a pyramid? <laughs> that's a very good question because I think if the tour guide with his mechanical eye sees you climbing a pyramid, he won't worry about us talking to the pharaoh, now will he? So I don't know Deception. if you all know this, but any good show needs a romance subplot and I'm pretty hot. So what if I seduce the tour guide? I could offer to like, I don't know, take a shower together. That could be a thing he'd be into. Side note, I just, I have to say this. Matthew McConaughey, and it, it has actually given that as romantic advice. I remember an interview where somebody talked about it, where they were like, how do I pick up girls? And McConaughey was like, ask them to shower with you. Women love showers. <laughs> he, he is an alien from another planet. Yeah, so I could ask He's him to shower with experience. me. And then I could try to get his eye wet. Yeah, so from a, a mechanics perspective, just something, and you've, you've come to this naturally, which is great. Um, but yes, essentially, um, the best way to think of this, again, is um, objective and uh, obstacle. And the obstacle being the tour guide is very, very solid. Because I think, Kat, you've got a really solid plan for dealing with the Pharaoh. So that's, that's set for objective. So what we're kind of doing right now is determining who will be on distraction duty and who will be on get to the palace duty. So Kat, if you want to put everyone, and I mean, you can all describe where you think you'd go. I think it makes sense for Laura to try and climb the pyramid. That's great. Ryan, you're going to try and seduce him. So you've got two different means of, of distracting the tour guide. And then it's just up to, I guess, Tyler and Kat, whether Tyler, you want to go to the palace or whether you want to help with the distraction and or other funny third thing. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny has gear uh, geared towards uh, infiltration. Uh, auto lockpick, digital mask, auto translator. So I think he will 
he so will... he's the only one with a translator. He has to help. Yeah, that's very like yeah. that is very important for pretending to be a Phoenician at this point. Yeah, great. Uh, so he, uh, uh, yeah, and, and and he'll also just kind of add um, after the the plan is kind of explained, just be just to remind uh, Flicka like, and you know, don't forget, like you get to use my auto translator, and then when you get that super righteous god status. When that, you know, plays into the French Revolution, you're going to help me with that, right? You're going to be like, hey, it's me, Flick of the God. Uh, don't, you know, don't overthrow the royal family. Cause well, of course I am. I of got, course I am. I've got irons in the fire in regards to that, you know? Yes, yeah, and the fire burns bright. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten how, how hot they burn. Don't don't you worry about All that. All right, great. So you scratch my back, and I'll scratch yours. Mm. Well, yeah, I'll so scratch like your back, and then you'll scratch mine. Later. So like what when do we will be scratched. confessionals? Like are we gonna do confessionals? Like who's who's the bitch on the show? Because they always have one. Like what are our assigned roles? Uh, Would you like to complain Johnny's about hand, that like, right now? Up. I say as I like put the camera up in front of your face. Johnny's hand shoots up is like nut it. <laughs> I'm gonna be so in love with this tour guide because I'm the romantic one. How much rope do you have? Is it just so much, just ever so much rope? I would describe it as a shitload of rope. That's what I told the man at the store. So it's a shitload. Well, if you would like to distract the tour guide, whether it's through romance, I would suggest making sure that his eyes are blinded first so he doesn't see you. Okay. So maybe use the rope to like put around his eyes so he's like suddenly distracted by that and then you could do what you wish. Do you want me to like tie him up and throw him in the river? Well, don't, I mean, the Nile is full of crocodiles, but I can't tell you how to be your character. You're the romantic one. Okay, I'll do the most romantic thing I can. And with that, the time egg uh, hits the ground with a shudder. Um, I will say, uh, I think for confessionals, it makes sense to do those in our like safe space of the time egg because it's the only time you're unobserved. Um, so okay. I think it'll also just help with the flow of the game to um, have like a nice, like clear, like, and this is where we can do this um, as opposed to like having to stop the action in the middle and be like, the Pharaoh's on fire. And it's like, you know, it's really funny. The Pharaoh was on fire during this scene and I was like, can we put him out? I don't even know. Um, yeah, because al always, always those reactions are like filmed after and then just edited in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Particularly in Drag Race, where it's like, I can't believe I'm going to have to to lip sync against this person. I'm like, and it was four weeks after they got eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. It was like ten years later. Like <laughs> they've lost an they eye and have a face aged. tattoo now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, great. Uh, okay, so um, the uh, the egg settles. Uh, the the timpanis come in again with like a bum 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 bum, and the uh, the portal opens, um, and uh, a, a small sprightly figure leaps in um, and just goes, Well, hi there. Welcome to ancient Egypt. Oh, I'm so excited you're here. Um, this is my favorite spot to go. I always request it specifically. My name is Scooter Van Horn, and I'm going to be your tour guide for ancient Egypt. Oh, this is going to be real exciting, folks. Um, so just a few things to go over before we begin our tour. We've got some excellent stuff lined up for you to see today. Very rare sights um, that are truly incredible. That said, we have had some trouble uh, recently with, with people um, 
uh, attempting to, uh, you know, do things in the past, which you're really not supposed to do. You're just here to look with your eyes, not with your hands or your mouth. Uh, so, um... You will notice uh, we do have some plainclothes uh, agents on site just to make sure everything runs smoothly. So if you if you see someone looks a little bit out of place, don't worry. They're one of ours, and they're just here to help keep you safe. So who's ready to have some safe fun? Johnny's hand shoots up again. Just like, oh, oh, oh. This guy. Okay. Well, I hope the rest of you are also ready because um, we have to go now. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll miss it. Um. So the additional information you have now is that there are also plain clothes uh, agents around. Um, but we'll see how that goes. So the four of you are escorted out uh, into the the blazing uh, heat of uh, this this fine day. Um, the sun is. Now, are uh, we dressed for this? Do they give us costumes? There's. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not dressed like an 18th late 18th century revolutionary. Like. Yeah, I'm gonna say that um, <laughs> there are. Um, in sort of broadest terms, similar to like uh, a reboot esque situation, um, your your communicators make you look enough like you're in the, in the period to just go unnoticed. They're not great. They're just kind of like at a glance. An actual disguise, like the one Laura has, means that you actually can fit in a lot more because these are think almost like um, holographic projectiony things. So like if I'm scanning across a bunch of people, you look fine, but you're kind of like background video game characters where if you get close, you're like, oh no, what? Um, so yeah, you're, you're covered, um, enough that you can like move around. Otherwise the game would be impossible to play. Um, but they won't stand up to much, uh, intensive scrutiny. Okay. But that sense. can also work as pretending to be Phoenicians because. We don't uh, oh yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Great. For this, for this instance, absolutely. I guess I'm thinking more ahead to the revolution. Like you wouldn't look like revolutionaries. You would look like French peasants. So the disguise has value because you can choose exactly what it would be. Whereas everywhere else, you're just the most generic person you could be in that time and which as again for ancient egypt like would definitely read as as phoenician because you can okay. just be like this is what we wear now and everyone will be like maybe it is like yeah i haven't been on a boat like <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. i can't i've been building this fucking pyramid um so you, you step out <laughs> i into am the, a slave <laughs> yeah I, i'm not allowed to leave uh you step out into the blazing sun of uh of the day um it is a dry heat uh in that way that just is is um uh, oppressive and, and ever present. Uh, that said, the uh, the sky is a brilliant, clear blue, um, and uh, there is a bit of an air of excitement. Um, we just uh, like the the Mars uh, Perseverance landing just happened, and like there's a real like listening to all the engineers be like yes, 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 like just quietly to themselves as they tried to land. It was amazing, um, and uh, for the people who didn't do the hard work building the pyramid, there's that sense. Um, there's uh, a lot of the the royalty and the guards and like the um, the sort of well-to-do citizens uh, are here uh, to observe the uh, the capstone being placed uh, atop the pyramid, um, and there's a, a real sense of of excitement buzzing in the air. Um, from your uh, your uh, sort of mandated um, time travel uh, device, um, you have a, a little heads-up display uh, that is uh, showing you a uh, basically a clearly delineated path um, that they have determined is safe, where you won't be stepping on any butterflies that'll cause butterfly effect or you know accidentally stumbling into anyone. It's a weird and winding path because you have to move around other people's tracks, but they've observed the time long enough to figure out where it's safe to walk. Um, and this is the the path that Scooter will be guiding you on. Now, of course, you can ignore that, um, but it's just kind of an overlay that exists um, for ease of, of of game and time travel. So 
Um, Scooter uh, just gestures broadly and says, so this is uh, the the great Ramses has finished his pyramid where he himself will one day be interred. Uh, It was previously another pharaoh's pyramid, but when Ramses killed him and took over, uh, he just claimed it would be his, which is why he actually gets to complete one in his lifetime. Truly astonishing. Now, if you'll come with me, we're just going to make sure we stay on the path. Uh, So off we go. Um, So my question to all of you is when... When do you think you would break off, and kind of what is what is your your plan from here? We know we've got. Um, there's no way to stop Laura Armstrong from trying to climb a pyramid, whether it's the full distraction or not. It's just something she's going to do, uh, and we know that yeah. Bort is going to attempt to seduce Scooter. Um, we know that um, at some point Flicka is going to attempt uh, to be a Phoenician delegation, uh, but it's kind of up to you where you think you would do that and when. I think as soon as. Um uh scooter is either like uh distracted or blinded or mm. although it wouldn't matter if he can't hear things because if we're using the auto translator it it'll it'll sound like that phoenician language um it's all although he is someone who's been through this time enough like as you said they observe it enough to under if they know the exact path to get around people they'll know if something like fucky is going on so unless he's very distracted yes and that's unless uh, he's incredibly distracted <laughs> and part of the um the dice mechanic in this game is i don't roll at all uh, aside from figuring out echo effects um, but that is the kind of complication that might come up from like a four or a five where it's like, oh, well, we get mm-hmm. to go talk to Pharaoh, but we're overheard. Um, and again, knowing that there are plain clothes um, uh, T3 agents um, around here, that is a distinct possibility. Okay, so the plan then is to bide your time until Scooter is out of the picture and then go for it. Um, I think, yeah, Bort will probably make his romance attempt early because I think he wants to get a full plot line out of it if he can. And I also feel like he, this man has no sense of timing. Correct. So, <laughs> like, absolutely, just, like, straight out the gate, just, like, super hard, like, really just, like, uh, you know, like, what up? Like, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, of- the moment he's like, and now it's time to go. Just, like, this step outside of Egg immediately. Is like, so, yeah. uh, and so, Ryan, just before we jump in, I do have one question for Laura first, only because yeah. she isn't technically part of this plan, uh, and I get the sense she has zero impulse control. So, Laura, my question to you is, the minute the door is open, are you booking it for the pyramid, or are you waiting until Bork distracts him? Um, I'm I'm going to wait for a distraction okay, from great. Bort because I do think it's, like... I only because I think it's actually my best chance of getting up the pyramid. Totally fair. And you are. That's correct. the only reason though. <laughs> okay. So, um, self-interest. Uh, I like it. I yes. like it. So Bort, uh, explain, uh, like explain your walk up. Scooter is in, in the, the middle of, of, uh, an incredibly accurate, uh, description of how the pyramids were made because we know that cause we're traveling in time now. So all of the secrets of one of the greatest mysteries of humankind are about to be revealed when you interrupt. Yeah, he doesn't um, care. Bort walks like um, Chris Hemsworth in that trailer for. Um, oh God, he's walking through the like the cornfield. <laughs> bad and that, times. Like, yeah, bad times uh, at El Royale. Oh. If you remember that walk through the field, it's that, <laughs> and the rope just that. falls down to like being a belt. It just reveals like his golden, like ultra he's tan, like, uh, beautiful torso. <laughs> he's like, "Yo, Scooter, would you like to take a shower together?" <laughs> All right, so 
Ryan, uh, you're going to need to roll for this. Uh, this is our right. first roll of the game. Um, so <laughs> you're going to take um, a light die for um, using your... Uh, My romance skill. Yeah, yeah, your Casanova. <laughs> so absolutely one for that. Um, one dark die because this is a risky, uh, a risky maneuver. I think that's it unless we want to give you a devil's bargain. Um, I actually don't have one for this yet. Um, does anyone have a devil's bargain they'd like to offer up for this? Mm. Oh, uh, okay. How about this? Um, you, I'll give you uh, an extra dice, but if you fail, you'll be exiled back to the time egg for this tour. So basically, um, you, you're really you're risking it all. If you succeed, you succeed hard. But if you fail, you fail harder. Um, Tom, mm. is Scooter our tour guide for the whole thing? Just for Scooter, Egypt. Just for Egypt. There's, okay, then yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like someone waiting on at, at oh. each future ah. site. What were you going to say, Tyler? I was going to say, I have a devil's bargain, which is you get an extra light die. But if you fail, it's like holding in a sneeze. And you have to invite, you have to successfully invite someone on the tour to shower with you before you can really like mentally move on. Oh, um... <laughs> Yes, 100%, because I think he would need to complete the plot, because now he's been told he's the romance guy by Flicka, and his cousin knows Flicka, so like he, he's he got to you know own up to his duty here. He okay. did that confessional and everything. Great, so that's awesome. That's uh, Yeah, I really like that. So, so that happens anyway, like that. right? Uh, only if he fails. So in this case, oh, okay. in this case, we've uh, altered the devil's bargain slightly. Normally, it would just be like, this is an effect that happens, but what I like about these is it's sort of like the... Um, I'll, I'll like open myself up to harm so I can attack extra hard. It just means if there's a complication, we've established in advance what that complication okay. is going to be. Cool. So basically he needs a six or something like that will probably happen. <laughs> Yay. Wow, <laughs> buddy. Can we also say that like, I'm somehow like filming all of this. Like well, you've got micro drones, right? Uh, yeah. She, you have a micro drone. And I have a micro drone. So his would be floating to just pick up images, but Bort's would just be focused on him. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Perfect. So your B cam is, it's your Bort cam. There's and, only yeah. camera footage. That's why it's called the B cam. Yeah. And yeah. I'll also say, um, because the micro drones are like naturally disruptive, um, if you're playing with the reality TV show conceit, if you're trying to shoot a scene specifically that wouldn't have a dark die normally, it has one because you're doing it for the camera. In this case, you have your dark die because you're you're taking a risk. But like, if it's like, I'm going to open a door normally, it's like, oh, but I want to look cool while I do it for the cameras. <laughs> We'll we'll add the uh, the dark <laughs> okay. guide. Got yeah. you. Okay. Because so, no we're disrupting time more. Tom, I rolled two sixes, but one of them was on a dark die. Great. Dark <gasps> die. Dark die wins on uh, ties or um, yep. uh, highest. Now the good news is it's still a success dice, so it's not like say vampire where like if if you're rolling a hunger dice, it's like oh well everything goes to shit. Um, <laughs> however, um, you do cause a uh, a disruption. So mark down uh, one disruption for seduction. Yep. Um, uh, so, um, Scooter, um, kind of turns to you a little bit, uh, taken aback, um, but you can see the sweat on his brow. He's clearly very hot. Um, and because the way this game is written, dude, you succeeded. So you get to describe how. Yeah. So I think, um, Scooter's nervous. Scooter probably maybe was a Bort Sampson fan. And I feel like oh. Bort is the guy 
who would have done like a fireman calendar, but it was just all Bort every month and like a different themed outfit. 12 months of Bort? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Magic Mike calendar, but it's 12 months of Bort. Uh, just in different themes. Like he's oh, a fireman. Bort-tober is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, and fucking because, a pumpkin. <laughs> because he's got weird robot legs, like some of them were like him leaning against a wall with just his legs straight up as like a post kind of thing. Like it's just there's weird robot shit there. Oh so. no, but it's him. It's like his back is to the camera. The legs are straight up. So it, like his butt cheeks are like so clenched. Yeah, it's, it's and he's all just, like, looking over his <laughs> yeah, shoulder. It's like, like Van Damme doing the splits, but vertically. Just yeah, buns yeah, for yeah. days. He, he's, He's hanging below two like, <laughs> counters, just an inch off the floor. Just oh, man. And you could just see like the shadow of his balls just on the ground. <laughs> it's just a, a sexy God. V. Yeah. So, so Scooter, um, this is Scooter's fantasy. So the sweat I thought was because of the heat, but it's really just because, oh my God, it's Bort Samson and he's so close. And luckily there's one of those like emergency chemical showers inside the egg. Okay. Very romantic. So, I was gonna make you. I was gonna make you have a shower in the Nile if you rolled badly. Oh, I, I figured the emergency one in the egg. So scooter, scooter looks. The past clearly marked, and I think it's just Bort is doing that that like villain in Bloodsport thing of just flexing one peck at a time, and he's just watching Scooter switch his head back and forth with each one. And Scooter's like, the path's marked. Uh, and then just they go back into the egg. Yeah, he just uh, says, "I make- trust you all." Um, yeah. And the minute his back is turned, there is a thumping of legs as Laura Armstrong takes off. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. The series features Claire Blackwood as Red, Ryan LaPlante as Adrian Diesel, and Tyler Hewitt as Old Man Richter in a world created by Keeper Tom McGee. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now. So I'm going to deal with that 
uh, first. Um, I'm going to say Flicka and uh, Johnny, you start uh, start your approach. Um, obviously stepping. Now, here's, here's my question to you. Knowing that there were plain clothes around, would you step off the path now? Or would you kind of follow it for as long as you could? Knowing mm-hmm. that Laura Armstrong's about to be very distracting. I would... I was going to say, leather pants and leather vest is a timeless look as far as Johnny Hallelujah is concerned. So he's completely confident in just striking out most direct path to the palace. Okay, cool. Um, I think what I would like to do is um, not step off the path myself, but force the crowd to change what the path is. Mm. So I would like to use Johnny's um, auto translator to start a whisper through the crowd saying um, like, like the Phoenician governor is here to pay tribute to Ramses. Oh, damn. All right. I like that a lot. Um, okay. So it's so, just like a ripple effect out through. Yeah. yeah. So Kat, um, let's go. Let's roll for that because I love that. Um, so that's one dark die. Um, okay. Just one dark die? No, no, no. I'm just so, sorry. I'm just building the pool for you. So you got the dark die. You're going to yep. get a, a light die uh, for your charming intelligence. Uh, and I'll give you another one for using the auto translator. It just makes this much, much easier. So for two you. light rolls and one dark roll. That's correct. Yep. Okay. So my dark roll is. Ah, oh, shit. It's six. Fuck. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, that's success. It's Admittedly, just... <laughs> uh, the path exists to prevent people from telling people to move around because it might fuck up time. And that's literally what you're doing. So it makes sense to me. So mark down one um, uh, one disruption. Uh... So we've got two disruptions going on right now? Um, I'm if not sure. If you took two enhancements, you'll already have two disruptions. So this will yep. be your third. Okay. So I'll still roll the light rolls, right? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, Kay. yes. But the dark will win. Yeah. Uh, well, the dark was a six. It would have so won anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got, I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> but the good news is you succeed. So, again, the, the nice thing about disruptions is these are, in theory, the things that might not actually fuck up time because they're so minor that, for instance, getting this crowd to move around so the path has to divert might not have any effect on the future. Or it could have the most effect. In this case, it does. It probably doesn't because we, we haven't actually caused an echo. But um, but someone steps on a butterfly. You don't know, right? Uh, Ooh, so okay, okay. The... I, I think I'm I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Awesome. Okay. So um, you start the whispers, and people do start moving around because um, a Phoenician trade delegation arriving unannounced is pretty exciting and, and vaguely dramatic, which is a huge pain in the ass for all the people who are working so hard to get this stupid capstone on while everyone's watching. Um, but um, nevertheless, as the crowd starts to move around. Um, you notice, I think with a six, you, you succeed in, in like spectacular fashion. So I'll let you describe kind of um, what that looks like from your perspective. Um, but I'll also say that as the people start to move, you notice um, there are four people in the crowd who are very concerned that people are moving and are a little bit panicky. Um, it would seem that the plainclothes agents uh, now have a, it, similar to what we're talking about with the chrono cops, like they actually have a big problem on their hands, which is they didn't plan for this. They've never observed this and they don't know why it's happening. Because uh, they didn't observe that you did it. Um, so um, if you could just describe for me what your success looks like in terms of starting this rumor, um, you'll be on your way. Um, so uh, making sure that this is uh, like being filmed, do I, would I have to roll for that? Because like no. this is a great. So I just kind of like gesture. I'm just like, Mr. Hallelujah. And I take his like auto translator. Um. And I just like next to the person of uh, for the person next to me, I just say like, the Phoenician delegation is here. 
and like I can see them look at me and I'm just like, what? and I'm like, oh, I didn't expect this either. And, then, <laughs> and they're like, pass it on. And it's like the Phoenician delegate, the Phoenician. Delegate. And then you finally see it like reach Ramsey's. It's like the Phoenician delegation is here. Purple monkey dishwasher. Like, that kind of thing? Like, <laughs> finally, the tribute of purple monkey dishwasher. The Phoenicians finally understand the great power of Ramsey's. Yeah, that is exactly what happens. Okay. Amazing. So, through tell. But then people start moving and shifting because they're so excited. Um, uh, and because like uh, the like Ramsey's guards, well, actually, first off, the slaves would hear that as well. Mm-hmm. And that's also very exciting because if you look at Phoenician history, they also didn't, they sometimes freed slaves. Anyway, um, mm. uh, so then the guards start moving around because they're not expecting this, but they do have a formation they go into once they know that um, a, a trade delegation is coming in from a different country. So that shifts the... Um, the way that the parade is going, which mm. means it shifts the view of all of those um, plainclothes time cops that are in, uh, and then everyone starts swarming because like the excitement just starts flowing out in like like a ripple effect that you mm-hmm. see, perhaps that we will also see in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Ramses, uh, I can see him from where we are. Um, like the person coming up saying, uh, the uh, Skinner says the teachers are gonna crack. Um, <sighs> And him like putting his like face up and then looking around and then kind of like standing up. And I get the sense, like there is like a swell of pride in his chest. Cause maybe this is what I'm banking on that Ramses thought him getting his own pyramid in his own lifetime was so important that the Phoenicians sent a trade delegation to meet him, to pay tribute and honor and then maybe give him a gift. Well, my friend, when you roll a six, you get exactly that. Um, so, uh So that's what's going on there. Um, both Johnny and uh, Flicka, you notice that the um, the path system blinks red, and it's like a GPS trying to, like, correct course. Um, mm. But because of the amount of chaos that's occurring, uh, it actually blinks off. Like, it flashes red twice and disappears. It's like, it, you are on the fastest available road. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Waze has been bought by Google. You will now have to use a less good version. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, given that um, these paths would have been charted by scouts, they have never seen this formation. So they are, uh, they are uh, in a bit of a tizzy. Um Kat, can you please roll me a single dark die? And you are trying to get um, under your disruption count. Or sorry, over your disruption count. And what's that? Um, so uh, right now um, you have, I believe, it's three. It's three, d- right? Yeah. So you're trying to get uh, four, five, or six. Okay. Six, baby? Nice. Amazing. Um, so your actions do not cause an echo. Uh, as we go along, it's going to be some things will just auto cause an echo. Uh, other events like this that seem kind of like they could potentially cause one um, will take these disruption rolls, where you basically roll against your ever increasing number. Eventually, when you're at like five or six, you've just caused such a fucking rip in time and space that pretty much everything you do will be causing echoes by accident. Okay, okay, I think okay. So I think I'm I'm really starting to understand the mechanics of this now. Okay, great, cool. cool. 
Great. I also explained them kind of badly because a lot of them are the first time we're using them. So no, 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 it wasn't bad. I just I I learned by doing so. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. And honestly, that's my hope with this is that we should all be able to learn it in game rather than having to like read the rules aloud for six hours and then being like, okay, good session, everyone. Um, three months from now, we'll try and reconvene and. Yeah. What is this? The campaign for North Africa? Like, come on. <laughs> Yes. Uh, surprise. That's the twist at the end of the game. Oh, no. Um, okay. Amazing. Um, uh, Laura Armstrong, uh, you take hey. off at a sprint. Um, you, I think there is a, a moment of disappointment as uh, everyone turns away from what you're doing <laughs> where you kind of wanted eyes on. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're, you're making a run, uh, making a run for the, the pyramid. Um, so I'm going to get you to go ahead and roll to climb the pyramid. Uh, as you will uh, know from your eyes in this time, um, Pyramids uh, in uh, the time in which they're built had entirely sheer sides uh, that gradually uh, fell apart. But you have mag gloves and you're damn good at parkour. Yeah. I've got nano enhanced muscle. So I'm like feeling the tiny ripples, like all the, like it's all. Great. It's so gravy, baby. Uh, take a, and uh, the nano enhanced muscles are an enhancement, correct? Yes. Okay. So given that you're using those and your mag gloves, you're going to have two dark die. Um, Wait, would my mag gloves, did they work on like... Yeah, I mean, I, I called them mag gloves because <laughs> it's the easiest thing, but they, they can, uh, and any surface works because okay. honestly magnetic gloves in the past would suck everywhere forever. All right. Um, and since you have to like pay a big price to get to use them, they, they better be cool. Um, so you've got your gloves. So one for your gloves, one for your muscles. You get a light die um, for your skills, uh, just because you're you're an, an athlete and you're you're yeah. good at this. Um, I th think that's the spread. Unless anyone wants to offer a devil's bargain, uh, you get a light die, but you you are the one who knocks the nose off the sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> your fault because you fucking had just had to vault off of it. <laughs> yeah. Or um you get a dark die because you draw the attention of the plain clothes security that's in the crowd. Oh. You away from uh the others. So you're not doing this actively, but you might inadvertently help them but make things shittier for you. Okay, so then I think what we'll say to to modify that Ryan is you get an additional light die. Um however, you'll have to roll a disruption check to see okay. if okay, yeah. your your massive distraction accidentally causes more of a ripple. Yeah, I'll take that. Cool. That makes sense. Great. Okay, so as I basically like approach the pyramid, do like an like an aerial into like a corkscrew and like landing at the like the base of it, going to run up, I roll my dice in my head. Um, cool. So the highest is a six on a light die. We Amazing. did it. Uh, but now I need you to roll that disruption die. Yeah. Uh, so what so are we rolling again? Rolling. So if you get under, um, if you get under the number of your, so what's your disruption currently sitting at? Two. Two. So if you get a one or a two, you will have caused an echo. Uh, if okay. you get a three, four, five, six, you're in the clear. All right. Or a three plus, as it would be called. Ooh, I got a two. <laughs> um, Yay! Um, an echo uh, is caused. Uh, so, so do I add a disruption? Right. Um, in this case, uh, no, because this is a weird... So these are some mechanics I'm just playing with. These may not make it to the yeah. actual game. Um, but 
because the devil's bargain was just like you'll have to risk an echo it doesn't actually affect your disruption at all weirdly it's okay. just that this action caused because honestly some uh, i will say like if one of you takes an action that i think would cause an echo regardless of what the dice say it can just be like cool you do the thing but that definitely definitely like if i i don't know had to punch through a window of notre dame to get in I'm like, I mean, you didn't and roll anything bad. And then hit the hunchback, like, knock He's like, him out cold. Ah! Yeah. Um, so and... he never sees Esmeralda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a much shorter movie. Um, he leaves the church because God is punching him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we'll find out the effect of that once we get back in the time egg and get back to the present, right? Gotcha. Uh, yes, unless it's something massive that you did. That could affect Rome here that and could then affect France. Rome. Yeah, so there's there's two places the echoes play out. Um, there's echo they they can play out at the end, um, or if it's something more immediate. And I haven't figured out what this one is yet, so I'm not sure. But we'll so figure that out. The way I was thinking of it, uh, we go to Egypt, then go to the present, then go to France, then go to the present. Is that is that correct? Uh, no. So for the there oh, is um wrong. there is a no no no. But that also totally makes sense. There's a campaign version of this I have planned where that would be the case, and basically okay. each session would be one tour, and you can do more things. We go back to the present. In this case, we're going to hit all three historical periods. And then, and then we'll then see what see. the echo changed once we get... Okay, fine. In fun, the hopes fun. that um, we may be having a more... Because, I mean, my my thinking on this was if we're always going back to the present, like, I know, like, me as as Tom, I would probably change course and be like, oh, shit, I got to stop wrecking, wrecking time. Mm. Uh, as opposed to kind of the, the Bradbury thing, which is like... They fuck around in, in dinosaur times a bunch, and it's only when they get back to the future that they're like, uh-oh, language changed, and now we have a fascist government, and right. Have you considered calling this game Fuck Around and Find Out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the Great OnlyFans version. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's dramatically different. Um, okay, amazing. So, um, Trying to find out. Laura, you... Uh, Laura Armstrong, you... Uh, Okay, I think here's what it is. You you, you start striding, you know, your, your muscles engage. Uh, you can describe what you going up the pyramid is, and then I'll tell you what happens. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, basically, as I, like, kind of do my, like, corkscrew, like, land, like, onto, like, onto the pyramid, this is all for, like, my momentum and everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's basically, like, I'm kind of doing this, like, zigzaggy, like, kind of, like, rolling climb. If that makes mm. sense. So I'm sure. just like, uh, catch, you know, catch a little bit of one side. All right, we're going to do like a cool, like roll, like flip around my, my back to the side and like catch like, you know, what, whatever, whatever little, I don't know, lip there is. Sure. I know it's sheer, but you know, whatever. It, it's like basically like trying to make it, making it like as flashy, moving around as much as I possibly can. Sure. So you There's make no straight line up. You, know? you make your way dramatically up the the pyramid, yeah. and it's it's awesome. And the top uh, is just running in like concentric circles that are getting smaller and smaller till I get to the top. Yeah. And do a uh, one armed handstand. I was also gonna say one armed <laughs> handstand. Um, so you one armed handstand on um, the capstone. Yeah. Um, you do something awesome, and then you like flip off and slide down. Uh, unfortunately, yes. your momentum of flipping off the uh, the top uh, actually um, shifts the capstone. Uh, which in a uh, classic, almost cartoon way, slides like if, if like all the the workers who push it up one side watch it just shift and slide all the way down the other side um, and crash into uh, some folks at the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, hence the the echo. They're fine. They were not. Um, <laughs> 
uh, Flicka, you and uh, Johnny Hallelujah are approaching um, the Pharaoh. Uh, no matter how big that was, everyone's attention is now on the Phoenician delegation. Um, and also, I mean, like, Ramsey's, he, he might notice it and be like, oh, man, that sucks. But admittedly, he's got an entire workforce of, of enslaved people. He's just going to make them do it again. Like, it's just, it's fine. He'll just do it another day. The important thing is the Phoenicians are here. To say, like, and the, the guards are all going to get Laura Armstrong, right? Uh, yes, they are panicked. Like they're right. they're running through the crowd. One of them's going to check who just died to keep track, uh, in the hopes that they can like figure out how to fix it. Um, but yes, uh, several human lifelines have just been snipped. So who the fuck knows? Um, Johnny right. says under his breath as we approach, like, so you like this is like your time to shine here. Do you want like an introduction or something like that, or are you just gonna you just gonna full send it? You just gonna give her. You know what? Give me an introduction. Give me something impressive. All right. All right. I got something. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. I got something. Okay. Okay. I take the auto translator and we approach and come up, I guess, like these steps to Ramsey's. Uh, and I'll activate the auto translator and I'll say, uh, uh, oh, great Pharaoh Ramsey's. We are merchants from the distant land of Phoenix, Arizona. We come <laughs> bearing gifts for you to aunt to commemorate the construction of your, is it supposed to do that? It looks cool. It's like, it's fine, like the flat top, and now you got like a cool terrace to hang out on when you're dead. Um, this is Flicka. I'm mute, so no questions, please, but this is Flicka. She um, has a gift for you. And like Ramsey's eyes were like slowly narrowing during this confusing speech, but then he say gift and his <laughs> eyes go wide. Yeah. Um, and he tries to hide it, but, but fails because he's got like the full like eyeline makeup. So he like when his eyes, pop, eyes pop, they his really pop. Um, and like, uh, it's on point. Um, <laughs> and he just uh, says, excellent. Someone who understands the greatness of Ramsey's. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you, you're right. Maybe I will keep that terrace. That's that's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Nice to enjoy it while you're alive. Am I right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can and do take it with you, but also nice to enjoy while we're alive. I'm uh, Flicka, <laughs> representative of Phoenicia. What so, gift have you brought, Ramses? So, um, <laughs> a like, I knew Johnny how fucking hallelujah was gonna do something dumb, but I'm like, this is gonna make such good television, and I'm thrilled that this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I present. I take the auto translator, and I present myself uh, to Ramses, and I say, "Oh, great and powerful Pharaoh Ramses, ruler of both Upper and Lower Egypt, as is your birthright. We have heard of your greatness and your largesse, represented not only by your pyramid. We bring you something from the land of language, something we think will benefit all of us." And as I raise up the steps, um, I ask, do one of your servants have papyrus? Uh, no. Yes. So um, one of the, the, the servants, uh, clearly like the papyrus holder, it just has like a stack of scrolls and yeah. uh, is just like, I have some. And Ramsey's holy band in the back just plays like. And that's that's just gift giving music. Every time a gift is given, it plays. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yep. It's that that eventually becomes the like. Play my entertainer song. Yeah. <laughs> so Flicka takes uh, the papyrus, and um, I say like, we have recently discovered something that will not only uh, um, benefit yourself but benefit the world. And I draw a hieroglyph, like one of like, you know, how like, you know how they're like this, like the, they're on the Profile. side. yeah. And then I draw another one on this side. And then slowly to the amazement of everyone, <laughs> I just draw like a full on front facing face. <laughs> a, a gasp runs throughout uh, the, the assembled crowd. Ramses does that thing people in movies do with like take, they take their glasses off and all, no, but he just like takes off the pharaoh, uh, like the, the long like pharaoh hat, takes off his like beard like clip. rubs the eyeliner um, off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like licks his fingers and rubs the eyeliner off, um, and he just looks in amazement and um, he says, "By the gods, what magic is this?" Um, Kat, I'm going to need you to roll. Actually, no, I don't think you need to roll. I think this just works. This, this is a pretty impressive thing. And I think we've established that you, you've set it up. Um, Through your auto-translator, you hear from someone in the crowd say, it's like, no matter where I go, it keeps looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, is this like an auto-echo? This feels like it might be. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, so, Kat, you can add uh, a disruption I absolutely for sure. Will. Uh, and this will also definitely... Uh, I'm going to say this is uh, two echoes because this is real blatant. Like, this is like Making full changes. on prime directive. Like, don't mess you with can't time. Be you're like, Here's when a phaser, you try to luck. become a god. That's right. You're absolutely correct. Um, so he, uh, he says, uh, strange traveler, emissary of Arizona, you must tell me how, how did you come to this knowledge? Please. Step into my palaquin. Um, and he just like scoots over and like pats the seat next to him. And I sit down and say, you do not come into knowledge that you are born with, for I am more than just from Phoenix, Arizona. I am your new god. All right, here's that role I was talking about. Uh, so one for charming, uh, for sure. Um, I also have that food, but I'm not, no, I'm going to use that later. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. Uh, okay, so one for that, um, uh, a dark die for Big Gamble, uh, and a dark die for Auto Translator. Okay. So two dark, one light. Uh, I would Ryan, like to offer like a devil's things. bargain. Um, you are convincing in delivering that this could only be taught by a god, but you have forgotten to specify what you are the god of. So it will be something you have not anticipated in any way. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity i take it <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's two light die two dark die please cat okay so i have to get above a four uh yes uh four above now the other thing is if you don't like your roll uh as long as a dark die isn't your highest die you can roll again, you just need to add more dark die each time. So you can push your roll pretty Ooh. hard, but the minute a dark die is your highest, that's it for, for rolls. You have We're going to gonna be here for four hours. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. So two dark, two light. Okay. Two and three on the dark. 
Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh, one, five on the light. Hey. hey! There you go. So you succeed with a complication. And that complication sounds like forgetting to mention what you're the god of. I am so excited to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, amazing. So, um, Kat, uh, describe uh, how you. So you, you've you've announced uh, that you're his new god. Uh, he he looks at you in astonishment um, and uh, just says, "Cool, what's yeah. your deal?" I am the god of language, the god of perspective. I am. No, I can't say that. Sorry, no. Like, strike that reverse, because I'm not saying what kind of god I am. My deal is, um, ooh, that's hard. How do I do this without describing what kind of god I am? Uh, if you Maybe if you use adjectives for yourself, like you can describe yourself as like great or strong or those things, but where they're all Good kind call. of vague okay, and interpretable. Okay, okay quick rewind. <laughs> okay. Um, I am the powerful... Beautiful, charming, gorgeous <laughs> flicker. Come from a place you could never possibly understand. Living beyond a time you could never comprehend. Also, this is a picture of my face. Um, he takes it and he immediately passes it to someone who says, Get chiseling. I require this god's face on everything. <laughs> chop chop um, and uh, immediately like a little team runs off and uh, starts chopping things and he says uh, 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 God Flicker I am honored that you would come to visit the humbled Ramses. I, I can't say the great Ramses anymore because that, that would probably be offensive to you Deeply. rest assured we shall spread the word of you and your domain far and wide excellent make sure that you do Lest uh, you suffer my wrath. Oh, no. I, I hope wrath isn't on your character sheet. That would prove problematic for me. Um, <laughs> at that point, you hear, um, like, a classic, like, hey, she's not supposed to be up there, uh, from one of the plainclothes agents, uh, and uh, kind of immediately duck, duck down. Between um, uh, Yeah, Ramses... I try and hide behind the picture of my own face. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. So, yeah, um, you, you hear shouts, um, and uh, the thing is, though, that Ramsey is also, Ramsey's is just, like, sending people everywhere to do his bidding. So there's, like, chaos happening. Um, there's the fallout from the, the top of the pyramid falling off. Um, and all of you begin to, uh, to rush back uh, to the time egg, uh, sort of as, as quickly uh, as you can. Um, you arrive uh, to uh, uh, the, the door reopening in a, in a blast of steam um, as uh, uh, Bort and uh, Scooter <laughs> emerge. Um, just howling So clean off. and yet so filthy. Yeah. Um, Ryan, let's figure out how this went. Uh, just give me a uh, just a straight light die roll, please. That's a four. Success with complication. That feels right. Um, <laughs> I can pitch it or you can go with yours. Oh, yeah. No, you, you go ahead, bud. I think when Bort comes out, um, he's heartbroken because after they showered and made beautiful, awkwardly shot in HD, like Big Brother UK style love, uh, Scooter revealed that Scooter is only the tour in Egypt and not for the whole journey. So Bort is devastated to have been left behind and also devastated because now he has to do a forlorn love arc. He thought he could build a romance with one person. 
and now he's just kind of like kind of pissed off. <laughs> Great. Um, and uh, Scooter uh, just says, oh, hey, everyone, I was right behind you the whole time. How was your tour? And then much like Donald Glover returning with all those pizzas in community, he just sees like the cloud of smoke rising. Um like uh, the pharaoh, like ordering a new statue built, and like the the plainclothes people, like rushing through the crowd looking for things. Um, and he says, wait, "Wait a minute, you, you you guys didn't didn't touch anything, did you? Where's the path?" No, oh, no not a sorry, thing. man. I'm mute. I can't hear you. You're gonna have to talk to Flicka. The only thing that got touched. Who's my heart? Uh, he yells and he runs away to put his pants back on. Great. Uh, and with that, you and all I, pop- and I just like, I like turn the tables immediately on Scooter. I'm just like, how dare you? <laughs> uh, and with that, you you slam the big red button uh, and just glowering at him, shaking your head. The ramp just comes up. He goes, he's a sensitive boy. And he's like, oh, Scooter, you broke another heart. You promised you wouldn't, but you did it again. That's clearly the worst thing that happened today. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that thought is drowned out uh, by the sound of hammers and chisels as uh, a, a statue uh, to a god is is erected. Um, I'm going to pull up a list of random words, and I'm going to roll a dice to determine what, uh, what you are the god of. Um, <laughs> one second. Uh, yeah. These, none of these work. This is, this is bad. This was a bad plan. I don't know. Let's see how bad it is, though. What did you roll? What popped up? Uh, literally, the, like, the first word was lend. And I'm like, doesn't really work. Uh, no, none of these work. So, never mind. The what god of, the god of small loans? That's a pretty weird god. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, the, the god of small loans. Um, <laughs> It's only because so uh, yeah after okay. uh, after leaving um, Ramsey's uh, wanting to maintain his own magnificence uh, implied that like you only helped a little bit um, so over time over the next like five years uh, he downplayed how much uh, that hieroglyph meant that said oh you mean he stole my work and gave himself credit for it yes God of microloans. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that. <laughs> oh, works. there we go. That sounds futury. God of microloans. That's ridiculous. Um, all right, so let's see um, how many. Uh, uh, so we've reached the the end of the first tour. The time egg has fallen forward in time. Uh, we're on our way uh, to a different uh, time frame. Um, how many uh, disruption do we have in total right now? I well, each of us individually. Or how many did we earn over that trip? Uh, just tell me individually where you're all at, please. I'm at three. I'm three? at two. So two nine. For Tyler. Okay, uh, so that will be two additional echoes overall. Our Echoes of Chaos Adventure features the game's creator and our regular GM, Tom McGee, along with players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Elizabeth, and Ken Letwin. You can support the game now on Kickstarter or buy it in the future so you can protect your own past with fun. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and One Shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, Jay 
J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.